Hi there, Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold based in Delega, Panama. And today, today is a long day, man. Um, I found out last week we're out of uh, graham, graham cracker crumbs. And um, it's, it's not profitable to buy gluten-free uh, graham crackers. So... For as long as I can remember, I've been making them from scratch, which requires me to uh, make the dough. It has to sit for at least five or six hours, roll it out, bake it, and then go through the arduous task of grinding it down for, to crumbs. And it's usually two, almost three hours to do it due to the fact that I make a seven and a half times batch every time because I remember how much work it is the last time. But I usually get about five pounds, five, oh, at least five pounds of crumbs, which lasts me for another uh, three or four months in the freezer. Sorry. So that's what I'm doing today. So I decided to do the baking, they're cooling now, and tomorrow I'll do the, the crumbs. The masking today in the hot afternoon heat, it, it's, it's, it's not working for me whatsoever. So, choices. Um, I want to talk about choices. Uh, last night, Mom and I, it was uh, the... The heat of the day had died off. The wind was picking up. We were sitting on the front patio and we were talking about choices. Choices of, of what our future holds. Um, Mom is, is so confident that I'm going to be traveling teaching. That she's looking at different, different job prospects for herself. And um, her job prospect right now, is, what she does right now is she helps me with the cleanup when I'm baking. And then she goes and she sells the market because she does an excellent job of it. And that's, that's the only time she, she socializes is on Tuesday when she goes to the market. And she knows everybody's name and what everyone's doing and where their families are and the whole bit. And then she's really good at it. And I'm glad I have her there for it. But she's confident in the fact that, well, let's face facts. I have to quit baking soon. And she's confident that when, when I find my other route of uh, employment, so to speak, or career, um, I won't be needing her as much. So we're talking about it. And she's looking at, well, you know what? Because I had mentioned it to her before. A lot of older women, single older women, um, house sit for people. Uh, there's so many people that we've met over the last four years that travel all over the world house sitting. Now, how great is that? You go somewhere, it costs you your food, and you stay in houses, totally different designs, totally different areas, and house sit. Pretty neat way you do it, especially when your your income is just deposited in your bank and you can access it when, when you want to. But we were also talking about other choices. We were talking about how when we lived 
in downtown Boquete. It, it's a great place to live when you first come to Boquete. Um, you get a feel for the place. Um, you get, um, uh, we lived a block from the square. So you knew what was going on. They always had stuff going on during the week. They had that stuff on during the week. And that, that we never hear of. Even when we were living in Alta Boquete, you wouldn't hear about it. We had, there was, um, um, the construction though, and the, the problems with the water and the electricity, um, they tore up the roads, I think for three years straight. So there was always a, a, a black haze of dirt throughout wherever people lived from the construction. And that wasn't a great thing. So we were talking about choices, the choice of being able, like we don't go anywhere. So if, if you lived close to downtown Boquete, you'd be in the circle of uh, link of knowing what to do and where to go and stuff like that. Um, but when they have events and stuff like that and parties, you're not going anywhere. But then we thought about it. Well, we don't go anywhere anyways. So wouldn't it be nice to be close? But then you have the Baharekis. The Baharekis are like a vertical um, cloud mist that go through Boquete. And um, it makes everything wet, wet and cool. Which, depending on, on your feelings about that, that's a different choice. Then there's the choice of Alto Boquete. There's... I think a, a gentleman had told me that there was at least 21 microclimates around Boquete. So if you want to uh, figure out where you want to land in Boquete, you should spend some time touring the area. But in Alta Boquete, we, we liked that as well. There wasn't, we were close to downtown, and, but we had the winds, which was nice. Um, and you didn't have the Bajarekis. But then Delega. Delega is, yes, it is hotter, so we have AC on. Our electric bill is more than it would be in Boquete. But I have the choice of when I hit the highway, I can go 25 minutes south or 25 minutes north. I can go into the capital of Cherokee province or I could go into Boquete. So depending on what I need to do, I have a choice, but also I'm 40 minutes from a lounge chair at um, one of the resorts enjoying the sun and the pool. So there's so many choices there is. And then we thought, well, maybe we won't be here in Panama. If, if I can't bake and I have to make another income, where can I do it? Well, if it's online, anywhere in the world. Just because I'm approaching 60 doesn't mean I have to stay put. As long as I go back and visit my grandkids, as long as my kids could get a hold of me on Facebook, Messenger, or WhatsApp, as long as that is satisfied in my life, Who's to say I, I am not going to go to Italy for, for 
three, four months out of the year or go to France to visit for a month or like there's so many places. It's just a choice. I chose to come here. Um, when my husband and I split up in um, 2015, it was just January 2015, he announced our, uh, we were getting a divorce. And I was looking around the Edmonton area for, I was doing farmer's markets at the time, and I was looking around the uh, Edmonton area for a commercial space to amp up my production, which would include a small area for me to live. Because it doesn't make sense for me not to be close to where I work. And fortunately, um, prices were through the roof. I had uh, approval of a $500,000 loan. And I had my divorce settlement. And I couldn't, I couldn't find anything that would satisfy my needs for less than 900000 because it was at the very, the very peak of real estate in Edmonton. And uh, I am glad it was at the peak. Otherwise, I would be probably dead from working myself to the ground. Because at the time, I was working myself to, in the, into the ground. So I had made a choice to come here. No one held a gun to my head or anything like that. And I thought you know what, Let, let's go for a little bit of venture. All I've done all my life is, is, is work. So I chose to do something totally different. And when I make choices, I'll think about it and I'll make the choice in my head. And then I will research all areas of that choice that I'm trying to decide. Before I say it verbally, before someone hears it, I will entertain all avenues with that choice. Meaning I will, I will look at the good, I will look at the bad, I will look at um, is the right thing to do, is it a rash thing to do. Um, but I never look at the choice as though what will people think? Because I'm way, way past that. Way past that what people think. Um, there's always going to be someone that isn't in agreement and I can't choose to run my life according to what people want. So I decided to come down here. I made the choice. I researched the heck out of it. And um, when I came down and I knew when I made the choice that I would have to make it as difficult as possible for me to change my mind and come back to Canada. Because I know from experience that if something is too difficult, I'll give up. And this seemed like something that was too important to give up on. So I had sold everything that I had collected throughout my entire life. Um, I dropped a couple bins off to my daughter 
I dropped two or three bins off to my sister. She had the company paperwork. Um, I left them my truck to sell. And I destroyed every tie that I had available that would make it easy for me to come back. And it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Because in the first two months, it was the most difficult thing I had ever done in my life. Um, I am not a backpacker. I am not a person that should be backpacking. Um, I do not like my life being in one bag on my back. And I had, actually I had two bags. I had the front one for travel, easy access, and then I had the, the back one. Um, I snore when I sleep, so it wasn't, uh, I wasn't wi uh, wi widely received in the hostels that I stayed at. And um, I was at least uh, 35 to 40 years older than everyone else there. But it was an experience. It was an experience that I never thought I would have. And it was an experience on finding out how strong, strong I was. And then when I chose to uh, stay in Boquete, I knew all along from January of that year in 2015 that that's, that's where it was going to go. Um, it looked like the lifestyle that I wanted. And when you come here... You have to choose to accept the culture. That's another choice. You have to choose that just because they did things one way from where you came from doesn't mean that they have to do it this way, that way here. Because if you want it that way, you should just stay where you came from, I guess. I came here to try, try and uh, experience a different life, and, and I am. It's a, a slower laid back life that has manners that has um, uh, culture that has a way of doing things that are long gone in, in uh, back in North America for the first six months we used to catch the bus all the time and, and it, it's so neat that when you get on a bus or when you go in a room you say, uh, buenos dias, good morning, and buenos tardes, good afternoon. And everybody answers back. It's like when you start a business conversation, you do not start right away into the conversation. What you do is you ask how the person is, ask their family is, ask what they've been doing. You go through the, you go through a conversation. You pull back, you slow down, you, you, you treat each other nicer instead of uh, as a number to get through to the next number, to the next number of your life. Um, I love going back home to Canada, but I even, I love it more when I come back home here. 
to be able to listen to the birds when I'm I'm working in the office in the morning or, or, or watching the birds and, and the trees, palm trees blown in, in the back patio when um, we're feeding the birds or or like this afternoon. It's a beautiful day with the wind blowing through the house. Choices I made. When I make a choice, I, I stick that choice. The only time that I have changed my mind on my choices that I've made is when I've experienced an event concerning that choice that says, if you continue this way, you're going to die. And that's when I've changed my choices. But otherwise, choices are to be made. Followed through, experienced. But if it gets to the point that it affects your health, affects your lifestyle in a seriously negative way, then you have to make the choice to change it again. And I came down here with the choice to bake gluten-free. And without having any control of that, that choice has been taken away from me. It's something that I am very, very good at. It's something that I can easily teach other people to be very good at. But the choice of doing that one-on-one -on -one or for the market is, is closing. And it's closing quickly. So, but that makes me have to choose another choice again. So, well, that's my uh, thoughts for the day, guys. I got a bunch of homework to do, as usual. So, I just want you to think about choices that you make. You know, life is like, every day is so many choices. They don't have to be hard. They don't have to be overwhelming. They don't have to be life and death. You can change your mind. But I don't want to, when, when I make choices I, I on seriously important things, I think I'm through. I think I'm through. Unless... I get a gut feeling or it's like how would you say unless my all inside of me realizes that that's the choice that I was supposed to make so if I go on to, uh, a certain path in life things keep getting thrown at me to make that path difficult, it makes me stand back and reflect and say, maybe I should change this path. Maybe because I'm not listening carefully enough, I'm getting all this crap thrown at me because I'm supposed to be in another direction. So, so Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, based in the Lake of Panama.